0: In the same attitude, because the man coming is a very anointed senior man, senior pastor of, and founder of the House of Faith Ministries, yeah, I think he has been preaching for 45 years. How old are you? Put your heart together and welcome Reverend and Hallelujah. Amen. Let's raise
1: our holy hands together.
0: Am I in sure. You're ready. So, Father, we thank
1: you for the gifts you've given to us in your church. Say it with me. We thank you for the gifts. Of apostles. We thank you for the gift of prophets. We thank you for the gift of evangelists. We thank you for the gift of pastors. We thank you for the gift of Bible teachers. And we thank you for all other gifts you've given to your church. May we appreciate them. May we love them. And May we learn from them. That our generation can do much than they did. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. And once again I want to acknowledge the visionary whose heart and burden has brought about this
0: conference. We thank God for the life of uh, Doug Heward Mills.
1: For his simple obedience to God.
0: And what
1: he's accomplishing in the body of Christ around the world.
0: We also want
1: to acknowledge
0: Bishop Bruce And his wife
1: Bishop Amor.
0: Bishop Nassim And all the leadership of Lighthouse And all the leadership of Lighthouse For sacrificing their resources to put together this conference. May the Lord bless you. Yesterday, we started by looking at the subject of honoring God-called leaders and ministers. This morning, I'm speaking with you from two angles. Leadership that inspires the flock to flourish. That
1: opens the way to leadership that grows the church the Bible way.
0: Before
1: we go into the Bible, let me give you some
0: introduction.
1: Americans are people who want big things but are not prepared to pay the price
0: for it. When God began raising that great church in South Korea by Yongicho, where in a given Sunday over 600,000
1: people will gather to worship God in about nine services.
0: He used to have church growth conference every year. And
1: American pastors will fly to the
0: to Seoul, South Korea.
1: When they go to the five or sometimes six days conference,
0: they come back to America
1: and they think that in six months. Their churches should be
0: hundred thousand.
1: Sometimes they come with more frustrations than they ever even
0: were. Why? They never learn certain things from scripture that it calls for price pay. And there are many things involved in the growth of the church. It's like coming to this conference. I You've done a great work in promoting the materials of that. You do well to buy most of these materials and use them. But I want to send you a caution. You are not going to have a church of five hundred thousand in one year. We need balanced
1: proclamation of truth.
0: Every year in America, 18,000 pastors resigned from ministry. One day I landed in New York. And I chartered a taxi from the airport. Like I always do, I want to share my faith in Christ with whoever I come in contact with so I'm speaking with a driver about my Lord and my Savior Jesus Christ after speaking for about 5-10 minutes he said are you a pastor I said no who are you I'm a disciple of Christ. Then he said to me, I've been pastoring for over 15 years. But I have quit ministry. Because the things the big preachers tell us. They only talk from the mountain top. But they don't talk to us from the valley. All over the world, if you put churches together, 90% of churches have
1: congregations that does not exceed
0: 200. only
1: 10% are mega
0: churches that's how heaven has designed it the mega churches are strategically positioned and the men who leads them are strategically anointed
1: by God
0: to use
1: them to influence the over 90% so that we can penetrate the nations for God.
0: Mm. Why do I say this in my introduction? Last night as I was praying, the Holy Spirit said, when you come, tell them this.
1: Many of you will feel so frustrated because... The things you are not
0: doing does not match that Herbert Mill's ministry. God will use him to teach us some things. But God doesn't have two Moses in the world. There is only one Moses. There is only one Elijah. That's only what You can learn from him. You can read his books. You can have them in your head it's to your core. But your individual identity must be retained. It's like I told you yesterday. My ministry for the past 46 years. Sometimes I come to a church. I'm in that one church for six months. I finished helping a church for four months. In London. The day I was leaving that church. The pastor stood in the pulpit and said, Daddy, it's like you've been with us for 20 years. There
1: are places I go, they put me in first class hotels.
0: From two years ago, I went to help a young church in London they don't have the money I slept in bare floor for three weeks not in Ghana in London last year in that same church they put me in a big hotel because God has started blessing are you hearing what I'm saying? what, to the making? what I'm saying is not contradicting anything but have balanced truth amen. amen the next thing I want to say mama has emphasized on books Yesterday I talked about it. When I got saved, three months after God called me into His service, I was a spiritual counselor for the Baptists at KNUST. We had an office that was next to the chaplain's office.
1: I was working under a missionary called Danny
0: Stampley. And
1: my work was to give spiritual counsel to students, pray for them, give them
0: direction. then there was a ministry called Sudan Interior Mission. I know I Interior Ministry. They wanted to establish
1: a Christian bookshop in Ghana.
0: And so they came to see
1: the Baptists, if they can get them somebody.
0: My missionary came to me and said, Alfred, we have recommended you. To do what?
1: Manage a bookshop
0: in Accra. God has called me to preach. What has that got to do with my preaching ministry? But I submitted and I told my father and I left. When I got to a crowd, that is Chapman
1: Bookshop. That is at Limle.
0: Opposite the Creative Technical Training Centre. I reported to work. And you know my job. They had an office, an air conditioning office. Now more office be air And they said, "This is your office." i am say office Your work is that every day you must read four books of 150 pages each mm. The
1: word have never done that
0: before why do i read these books i did Those days, they ordered the books from Britain and US. I have to read and then approve that those books are fit to be sold. It's not your days where useless books are all over the place. Let me tell you something. I can tell you that Almost sixty percent of what has helped me in ministry was birthed out of that work in that office. Mm. <laughs> Preachers, not only in Ghana. <laughs> even people <laughs> in the Western world don't like reading and studying. Mm. Society is changing. And as a preacher, as a leader, you must be relevant to your generation. And one area is in having immerse yourself into good books. Are you hearing me? What's the meaning? One of my senior pastors, who God used to raise me, is
1: going to be with the Lord.
0: Ransford Sinavo. He was a lecturer at Christian Service College, now Christian Service University. And the wife used to
1: be the principal of the university
0: too. Ransford said to me,
1: in 1972, when he was traveling with me on the one-month mission to Northern Region.
0: Northern Region, 1972.
1: And he said, Alfred, as a preacher, this is what your money must be used
0: for. Number one, have decent Clothings that makes you more presentable to people. I'm not talking about extravagant clothing. I said, saint. One
1: day I have been dressed like this, crossing the
0: law court, going to commercial bank. Then somebody will say, no, hey, 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 lawyer, lawyer, hey, hey, lawyer, lawyer, lawyer! lawyer, lawyer they lawyer, are calling you, you. Mister Lawyer. Where from? There's a lawyer from the Omusho. Meboah. What's your papa? So it says your money should buy decent clothings Chor, so we'll because you will be a public speaker. So maybe you will be aokasa oni pardon anyone. Number two. tossing me now. Your money must give. Good offerings in God's house so that the gospel can go. And thirdly, my father said, Alfred, your money should buy quality books of men anointed by God. So it prepares you for effective and efficient ministry. So I want to recommend highly to you. It's even with our age. Still so investing money in quality books. Not just buy for buying sake. Are spending time to study. You add it to what the Holy Spirit reveals to you. Amen. Amen. I've been to places where people will ask me, and Reverend Alfred, where are your books? I'm also saying this because we are in a gathering of learning. I have almost 25 books in my bedroom. Books that I have written. But the Holy Spirit never gave me the release to publish them. I said, Lord, why? He said,
1: I'm working some things in you. When you release your first book, people will know that you are a
0: seasoned minister. Last year I came out with my first book. Say the Supreme Jesus. I say Supreme Jesus. I couldn't write any book that will come out without exalting Christ. That one should be coming as the Holy Spirit leads me. But other men of God, God has different directions for them. You see, ministry is not carbon copying what others are doing. You learn from people. But you maintain your uniqueness and the revelation from God that assigned something to you. Are you with me? And
1: so, be a leader who invests
0: in quality books. Like some of the books that are here. Wow, I have some of them. I have... I think I have the whole package. Are you with me? And
1: uh, you see, if my wife were here, she's a bit,
0: you know, we are in some prayer and fasting, long ones, so uh, the woman, you know, she has to sleep a little. But she will bear witness of what I'm saying. Every day, when I pray with her, See, they be on the bonfire. God raised its new generation that they can do better things than we have done. Because we were raised up without access to the materials you are having the things I taught you yesterday if I knew it in the first five years of my ministry you know where I will be hallelujah yeah.
1: Amen. so let's bless God for his servant and the books he's given to us Now, let's um, turn our Bibles quickly to Acts chapter
0: 16. Acts 16, and
1: we're
0: reading verses 1 to 5. Then he, that is
1: for all, came to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there
0: named Timothy the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed, but his father was a Greek. He
1: was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. Paul
0: wanted to have him go on with him, and he took him and he circumcised
1: him because of the Jews who were in that region for they all knew that his father was Greek.
0: And as they
1: went through the cities, they delivered to them the decree to keep, which were determined by the apostles and elders of Jerusalem.
0: Verse 5.
1: So the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in number
0: here is the
1: apostle Paul in his one of his missionary
0: journeys. And as he comes to the city of Debbie and Listra. my Bible says he comes in contact with a young disciple by name Timothy. This young man was a disciple of Christ. The Bible says he was a believer in the things of the Spirit. So first of all, Timothy had relationship with God. He had what? Relationship. Verse 2
1: says that he was
0: well spoken
1: of by the brethren.
0: Which means not only does he has a relationship with God, but he had reputation among the people. Today many of us are not disciples. Today many of us are not disciples. Many of us have no relationship. And many of us have no reputation. Then the apostle Paul was determined that he want to have Timothy alongside his apostolic team. You see, as leaders, we must always dream and pray for quality men people of integrity
1: and great credibility
0: and so they circumcise him and then he travels with him but let's look at verse 5 and
1: so were the churches established in the faith That is the King James. The new King James says, And so were the churches. They were strengthened in the faith.
0: And increased in number daily. Look at this verse carefully. Many times we are talking about church growth, church growth, church growth mega church mega church mega church mini church mini church mini church midi church midi church midi church God believes in growth. the church must grow. Ane- like, but in this verse, This will start women. There's something there with the churches and ministers who have been promoting and championing church growth. Don't see. We
1: have church
0: health and church growth. I'm not a doctor. There are a lot of doctors because Lighthouse is doctor's church. There are some people you meet them outwardly, they look nice. You can
1: judge from the outside. This is a very nice
0: person. But he himself knows on the inside he's a sick person. And so Many churches on the outside have everything that we, by measure of what we call success, looks to be a growing church, but they are not healthy churches. so we're talking about church growth, we're also emphasizing on church health. Most Ghanaians, you're afraid
1: of your ears. Me, I'm not.
0: But whether you like it or not, every day you are growing. I'm 66. Every morning. You know skipping rope? I ran skipping rope five hundred times. The both skipping five hundred. Beautiful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yesterday when I finished preaching. I I'm say Bishop, I'm saying we're taking me back to our church site. Nah, Bishop, I'm at the new corner, sorry, And he made a statement in the car. He said that now I know you know what the Bible said, they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. And now you are on this long fast in your ministry and you can stand on your feet and preach for two solid hours. Twenty days to Easter. From
1: Wednesday
0: to Sunday. I'll be
1: preaching two hours, praying for the sick, one hour, three hours.
0: Wednesday
1: to Sunday.
0: Wednesday to Sunday. Wednesday to
1: Sunday in three churches.
0: Must keep your physical body healthy so that a healthy body can be a career of the Holy Ghost. So the churches were strengthened in faith. They had spiritual vitality in the Holy Ghost. It was a healthy church. And it was also a growing church numerically. How do we do that? The material they will give to
1: you, take to the first one. I want to lay a quick foundation of that and then we move to the second one.
0: So give them the uh, leaders that inspire the flock to flourish. Give that to them quick. I'll just run through something there for you which will help you. And
1: then we'll go to the real substantive topic.
0: Now,
1: you just listen to me while he give it to you. When you go to the second page, it talks of characteristics of servant leadership.
0: You see,
1: many leaders in our times
0: have no revelation of service but you see churches that grow are made up of leaders who are servants of Christ ok let's wait they are making noise we have a lot of managing directors in the church managing directors, but few servant leaders." You see, church growth begins with the leader of the church. That is why when Jesus came, listen to this very carefully. See, we say, he came with a world vision or the awiasin nanisade who no dey buy But if you measure him in terms of the vision he brought, and the three years of ministry he had, with the kind of anointing that he carried, and the divine approval that was upon his life, in human terms you will say he's a fellow. Because three and a half years of ministry, he left 120 disciples in the upper room. But I'm here to announce to you that the Lord Jesus Christ whom we serve was a great success. He knows that the future of the churches depends on quality servant leaders. So he spent quality time in the three and a half years building the nucleus group. On the day of Pentecost, when the holy ghost came with fire the bible says after the preaching of God's servant 3,000 were added to them listen to me how can one pastor handle 3,000 new souls in church growth studies for every 50 members, you need one pastor. Wow. Wow. But because modern day pastors are preoccupied with your pastor's appreciation. <laughs> There will be 500 people in the house. He's the only pastor, and the people have no effective pastoral care. So, Jesus took the three and a half years, got the 120 solid, when 3,000 new souls were born one day. They had ready-made people who would disciple and mentor them. Mm. Biblical church growth begins with servant leaders who are well prepared. Most of you like this language which has become so popular today. Oh, my church is the fastest growing church. When your church is fast like a train, it will have derailment. We are not talking about the fastest growing church. We are talking about healthy, spirit-filled churches. Where people have been discipled and mentored, equipped and empowered by the power of Jesus Christ. That is where church growth. Because, whether it is a church of 20 people, 200 people, 1,000 people, 5,000 people, 20,000 people, that is the foundation. Hmm. Well, let me give that quick for you. Let me look at the
1: time because I want to measure myself. Okay,
0: number one, search leaders... You must be a leader who is led.
1: John 21,
0: 15 to 19. To the people are leading churches, pastoring churches, when they themselves have never been led. That is why our churches are suffering. Those who are leading the churches no, have never be led been led themselves. <inaudible>
1: Some years ago, I was in Holland,
0: uh, Amsterdam. And every week you can have about twenty-six church split. Now see, now we be having. Sorry, I upbush it in the bell, twenty-six a church with 20 people you go next Sunday and 10 have left to start another church because, because all the leaders of those churches have
1: no biblical theological and spiritual calling by God
0: you must be a leader who is led you must be led to Unknown places. You must be led to undesirable places. In 1973, I used to pastor a church at, uh, Tita Ak- uh, close to, uh, I I, I in Saom. In Saom, close to in Salon. You come and find the places I was sleeping
1: servant leaders must be willing to move to
0: undesirable places you must be able to go to painful places we are the head not the tail Hmm.
1: Are you with me here? Yeah.
0: yeah. These are the things that have allowed unbelievers to say nasty things about the church. You must be a leader who has been led. And so you do You must go to painful places. Primarily you must be a follower of Jesus. Honoring the Lordship of Christ. Doing everything for the glory of God. To the many of our leaders, we are self-centered everything is about us we promote ourselves but let me say this with all humility I I love men of God and I respect men of God but let us try to put the men of God behind the cross and project Jesus Christ he said in John chapter 12 and verse 31-32, and I, if I've been lifted up, will draw men unto myself. Today we are lifting people up. We are lifting our pastors up. We are lifting our bishops up. We are lifting the apostles up. And Jesus who died on the cross, Jesus who paid the price, Jesus was buried, Jesus was raised up. We have placed him under the table. I pray for you today. I pray for my son that we lift up Jesus twice. You sit
1: down. I'm traveling from outside to Ghana.
0: So about Ghana. We go to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. And I saw a very big assassin no, who It's true.
1: It's true. And
0: then there are some five huge people carrying it. So Nipa, the acrophobe, Numa, or Mukita, are carrying. I mean, so far, man, not passing me. So I went with them. See, a common chain. And I said, "Where are you from?" You'll be sent to Mushrihim they are from america America. where are you going (laughs) you're going to south africa for a (laughs) convention south africa and i said what is the purpose of this stool it's the stool that our bishop will sit on you say hey you are doing the same thing (laughs) here in ghana
1: I, 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 listen, listen, listen! Yesterday I preached about honoring.
0: What did I make We will honor you. But the
1: American says, "I don't have
0: Jesus to yes, yes. Odiya.
1: Are you with me? Servant leadership will tra- help a church
0: to grow. Some years ago One of the greatest men that God used to lay hands on me. Doctor T. L Osborn. In Oklahoma. I say Tulsa, Oklahoma. He was a Baptist missionary for four years in India. For four years, he never led one soul to Christ. So he and his wife, Daisy, they packed their things and came back to America. I need to give you this illustration. When he came, he's a frustrated missionary. Then he laid hands on the book entitled The Challenge of Missions. Written by
1: Dr. Oswald
0: Smith. Ah, Smith. The Senior Founding Pastor of the People's Church in Toronto, Canada. So Osborne decided, I need to meet this man. So he went to Canada. He arrived Sunday morning. When he arrived at their church premises, he met a man at the front. The man asked, whom are you looking for? He said, I'm looking for the senior pastor of the church. The man said, follow me. The building, let's say, is like this. They had a basement. So they went down the staircase. You can When they got to the basement, it's Sunday morning at 7 a.m. When the man opened the door, there were over 1,000 people lying on the floor and they were praying. Pray! And so after the one hour prayer, then the man came and picked Osborne he said follow me
1: then they came to the main sanctuary
0: where thousands have gathered to, to hear God's word Dr. Oswald preached after the service the man came to Dr. Oswald he said follow me then they walked into an office he opened the door and by the table was seated Dr. Smith he said Table next And then the man said to Dr. Osborne, that is the deacon and usher of the church. We need deacon usher. sorry. Go and see him now. Hey. Hmm. Osborne uh, uh, Smith looked at TL Osborne's face. Smith, It's interesting. It is just like what happened with me and Osborne. Oswald said,
1: young man, you are from the U.S., you've been a missionary, you're a frustrated person, but the Lord says, I must lay hands and impart something into you, and you and
0: your wife go back to India, but you'll see different results. Mm. Oswald came back, went to India. Preach the same sermon. While no, uh, with a different Holy Ghost fire. This first meeting. Over 50 cripples stood up to walk yes, by the every power, power of, of God. 15, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the blind were seen. And if, and if, Why? Because somebody has learned the secret of being a servant leader. When he prayed for me. I, I, I am in a conference it's a women's conference of 450 women drawn from all over the world in Osborne's daughter's church in the building myself and Osborne are the only men you ask me how did I get there one lady who is my theological editor she normally examines things I write He's called Peggy he's 79 years old lives in Florida she drove me there so I'm sitting at the back I'm sitting at the back Osborne came up to speak When he was concluding his sermon He said young man at the back can you, say, you come And so here am I walking among these women Where's is that coming Midway in the building He said you are from Kumase, Ghana hey! If you don't believe in prophets, there are genuine prophets. I said there are genuine ones. So I just came forward. He laid hands, upon down. And he began to say, The Lord says, I am giving you an apostolic ministry to the nations of the world. Take your seat the church will grow but it depends on servant leaders hallelujah amen okay so you follow that one okay let's move to number two
1: jump to number two quickly out the back i'm leaving some for you you
0: must be a leader who loves Jesus said greater love has no man than this that a man should lay down his life for his brethren hallelujah Amen. get to know those people in your church as people human beings sometimes we are simply using people to fulfill our self-generated visions that has no divine backing. We use them as tools. But as leaders, get to know your your, your members as people, human beings. so who are man? accept their diversity. Learn to adjust your leadership. Love them where they are today. Love them. You see, whilst we are meeting like this, all our maturity is not of the same level. Some of you have been preachers for 20 years. Some are three years. Somebody just started. But they are all here. So we must love them just as where they are. Wow! Sometimes in leadership conference, I say this. When we grow to certain points, we forget where we are coming from. There are some of the young people we
1: are raising today,
0: where they are, when we were there, they are better than us. But because of where today you have been elevated to, you've forgotten, you talk anyhow to them, you have no love for them that doesn't help a church to grow number three be a leader who learns Matthew 11 Jesus, Jesus said come to me and learn of me hallelujah Amen. you see the posture of lifelong learning must characterize every servant leader Who wants to see the church to grow? Effective leaders desire to learn. You are here because you want to grow. To be an effective leader. That's why you are learning here. When people come to Bible school, when I'm teaching, I tell them first everything you know put it outside so your head is empty when you absorb when you are going you take what you brought and add it to it that is how you become an excellent leader but if you come here carrying your own ideas to come and mark the preachers who are here you go home a useless person the land from all kinds of sources. They learn from what?
1: All
0: kinds of sources. All kinds of what? Sources. sources. They learn from the scriptures. They learn from situations of life. I've been preaching for some years. And, and I went to my friend's church in Austin, Texas. He's more like a twin brother to me. He's called Dr. Bobby Hill. Doctor Bobby Hill. And when I got to his office, I realized that he has a wardrobe there. And when he opened it, there were clothings. And then, he said to me, Alfred, some years ago, I went somewhere and learned something that has helped me. I said, Bobby, teach me. He said, when I preach, I sweat. Then when I finish the service, with the sweat, I'll be in an air-conditioned car. And so every week, I was sick sometimes when I preach one week it takes about two weeks before I can preach again but in the meeting I learned this so I have clothing in my wardrobe in the office when I finish preaching I immediately come and change and from that time this thing has stopped As I said Bobby you are talking about Alfred Nyamiche." I had the same problem. So from that day, whenever I'm going anywhere, even here coming, you find I have my clothing there.
1: When I finish, I have to go and
0: change. I can preach continuous for one month, every day for two hours, and my voice is still clear. So, me, the field, the field, Servant so. leaders learn from situations. whilst uh, can- you are in this uh, conference? Say, don't only open your ears. I don't only open your I heart. I but me say say. Hallelujah. Amen.
1: Are you learning something here? Yeah. You must also learn from skills that have
0: been acquired to face challenges of life. Learn from spiritual gifts. Learn truths. Discover ideas and improve your service. Hallelujah. Amen. Those who refuse to learn they have stillness in their leadership say in their thinking stillness in your thinking then ineffective methods. Many of us, our churches are not growing. Not because Jesus is not alive. Not because we don't have the word. But it's simply our methods are outdated and outmoded. It's like when Ghanaians go to America to plant church. I say Ghana America. Because from Ghana they don't learn machines, and I'm saying, from us. When they go, all that they are looking for is to go and gather Ghanaians in America. You <laughs> and so they go the plan the church so makosi mm-hmm. asafuno mm-hmm. You must study the terrain. Study the composition of the members in that area and the work they are involved in. And see how you formulate your services to be relevant to them. Number four. Be a leader who listens. Listen to all sides of a story. There are many of us in leadership, even some of us in senior leadership. Somebody comes with an issue, so the and you've not listened to the other side of the story, and you make a judgment. That is poor leadership servant leaders who are effective in building healthy congregations they listen to both sides of a story when you do that it helps you to get discernment for direction listen first to gain respect wow are you
1: learning something
0: yeah if this is the only one, I'll finish even it, but, but I know you have time. We'll cover it. Five, be a leader who lightens the load of others.
1: Seventh leaders who are used by God to grow
0: churches are people who help lighten the load of their senior men. Moses is the man leading Israel. And they engage in a battle with the Amalekites. And the Bible says, as long as his hands were up, Israel was victorious. As long as his hands were coming down, Israel was being defeated. Then one of the men around him came up with some creative idea. The idea did not come from Moses. It's not every godly idea that will be given birth from you. God has equally gifted people in your church so Aaron and they come up with the idea let's get some big stone to support your hands and my bible says his sons became steady And Israel was victorious. Servant leaders lighten the load of your senior men. Making changes that are necessary to enhance the ministry. Managing by walking around. Creating environments for creativity. Hallelujah. If this goes on in the church, the church will grow. You see, I haven't talked about numbers. I haven't talked about money. That is important, we'll come to that. But what is the most important? Because if we have in this room about 100 billion cities, and everybody walks out, the money will be lying down here for the next 40 years if nobody comes here. The money will be there. The money has no legs to walk. The money has no legs to put it into use. It would take a human being to utilize the money. So in church growth the number one important ingredient for the life of the church is the leader who is a servant of the church. Some, I think it's almost about uh, 18 years ago, 1819, one ministry in this city was invited as a preacher from Nigeria, the man was a great man of God, and uh, that church was meeting in a classroom, and so the pastor came to me and it was our Easter convention and he said can we join together and then we do the meetings in your place So said praise God so they promoted a meeting the man came whenever they are bringing him into the pulpit I was the one who was standing at the main entrance as chief usher. I'll be welcoming the people, and they will be coming in. It was the final day, the Sunday. When the pastor that we gave our church building to. Sir, so today, as we close the meeting, we'd like to invite the senior pastor of this church to come and give us some few words. So, so I so, mounted the pulpit. Then the Nigerian preacher, he said to the man who invited him, He's a senior man of this church. I've been seeing him at the chief usher. When they finished the meeting, the man came to my house. he's a man of God. I'm here to kneel down for you to pray for me. I'm quoting his words. that Nigeria arrogance and pride gets out of me. Said <laughs> Nigeria, Wow! You no, know, I'm a strong champion of honoring men and women of God. But there's a difference between the honor and domineering and controlling spirit. Some of you are portraying. Some of us are arrogant leaders. Very proud. Then we heard about humility. Let me give you one of the key lessons of humility. Nobody who is humble ever says to himself, I'm humble. The moment you say, I'm humble, that is the beginning of your pride. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Six be a leader Six. who leads. I say you You see, we began by saying, be a leader who is led. When you have been led, when I have been led, then you become qualified to lead others. You see, people don't want to be managed people want to be led if you want to manage others focus on managing yourself manage your time your talent and your treasure now here I am speaking to my own people Ghanaians and for that matter Asante people, Asante for. Kumasi traditional city. You have no respect for time. You have pastors of churches. The service will begin at ten. They will come about 10.30. And when they come at 10.30, they go and sit in their office and they are drinking tea with other friends. Pastor, we don't come to church because of you. We come to church because of Jesus. We come to worship Christ. All of us there are certain things some of us are doing, it borders on arrogance. I was in Accra for three years to plant one of our churches at Achimota. I'm living at Nungwa. The service begins at 7. I leave the house at Quarter to six. I say, I get to the place by six thirty. 30 The younger ministers that I'm raising that work for. They will come at about eight. Hey, amo diya ngotia fe na no and now, but sorry for you. Now, who better fear no more? Yes, say, yeah, or now. We are it, Mr. We are it. He's a senior pastor. So I suffer. I will make somebody's name, then you get angry. I will make uh, Bishop Bruce's name. So you beat me. So me you me you me me. Me. We are having a wedding on Saturday. Say they for They starting at nine. So so You'll finish at eleven. I come at eight thirty. So for say, no Nine o'clock, come bope. Nobody be 9:30, no come pam Some few people. Any paka crabby. But no leader of the church. It's now so len peniphobia am I. 10:00, no One elder come. Afia so peni bakwa Then I asked the elder, so be when is your wedding starting? I <laughs> from I'm not giving you a story, This happened in a London church. Yes, I was yes. It's was Is church for 1500 people? I sorry 1500. So I invited a senior person to my hotel. <laughs> I say, I give you your last warning don't you dare treat God and his people like this we call it church abuse if you know we are starting at 11 so, let me know it is 11 so from 9 to 11 I can use those two hours for some productive work hmm. The reason why it's white people don't attend black churches in overseas. Because we are in discipline with time. And that is what is also destroying our countries. And it is everywhere. I'll call bi church leadership. I'm sorry. Political leadership. Economic leadership. The same thing. The beer sanity. Yes, your mom, Prenny, Baba Kumasi. It's your mono award, Jubilee Park. you na playing Nankrata. I'm Baba Sobeh, Nankono. Nany Park,
1: what's the name? No, mom, Prenny, I'm Baba at 12
0: o'clock. Beloved, you, know you are abusing the sensibilities of the people. The church must take the lead. Sure so people we value time. You know that you can go to the right place at the wrong time.
1: Servant leaders who help the church to grow.
0: They value time. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's jump to number seven. Quickly, be a leader who leaves a legacy. Good leaders prepare others to take over. Uh, no. Moses prepared Joshua. Most, uh, are, oh, see, see, Elijah Joshua. prepared Elisha. Elijah, eh, see, see, Elijah. David prepared Solomon. David, eh, see, see, the Solomon. Lord Jesus prepared the disciples. Yes, so, so, eh, see, see. Good, Good leaders course. prepare followers to do well and do everything they are doing themselves. Don't be a one-man contractor. Men you know one man contractor. You know one man contractor? one man contractor. When you are going to a The portals. There are some people they have established their own company. It's called one man contractor. And then they do nothing. When he's there the eye is looking at the car that is coming put down, put down see what we are doing for you God has given you everything that you need for the growth of the church now Amen, Amen. so don't overload yourself with everything Hallelujah. Amen. Number the next page. Go to the, be a leader who
1: looks. Observation.
0: Look to others. Look to opportunities look to the Lord look to the past look to the future look for eternity look to achievers and look to other leaders that is why you are in this conference certain men and women God have used to accomplish certain things some of them their callings are in line with yours and whilst you are here look to them get the good things out of them the bad ones don't copy oh yeah there are great men of God but they have certain bad habits
1: recently somebody told me that I must talk to one man of God
0: in Accra
1: so, I'm doing a meeting, and lo and behold, he came
0: there. He said, I know he's a man of God. So when I finished, I got him to the pastor's office. And he man of God, when it comes to punctuality and discipline, you don't have a good reputation around the world. God has His hand on you, but learn to be disciplined and respect the people who invite you. When he's supposed to be in the pulpit, maybe at 7 p.m. to preach. 7 p.m. is the time that he's entering into the bathroom in the hotel. <laughs> Some fun i how you the pas... mic in the mouth, say, now you student, ain't know? It's all papa i I'm here. I'm here. <inaudible> I'm here. <inaudible> I'm here. 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 i am Yes. are you with me church yeah. you see you are talking about growth but growth goes with discipline yes, sir. oh hallelujah amen finally the last one the be last a leader one. who lectures yes, sir, here. Leaders who lectures on reality. <inaudible> who lectures on
1: responsibility?
0: <inaudible> lectures on testimonies. <inaudible> lectures on faith. that's <inaudible> That is Nehemiah the man was not a pastor the man was not an apostle the man was not a prophet he was not a bible teacher he was not an evangelist but in all bible colleges around the world the book of Nehemiah is the masterpiece on leadership wow in every relevant Bible college or seminary you go to, the masterpiece, document for leadership teaching is the book of Nehemiah. So I asked this final question then and then I put that one there. Could you walk away from your leadership responsibilities and leave your ministry intact? are you empowering a new generation of leaders to step in and take over from where you left off are you preparing foundation from which those who follow can do greater things than you or have we neglected the preparation of future leadership invest in the lives of others from, from, from. invest
1: in the ministry given to you by the Lord
0: have a loving concern rather than desire for personal glory motivate potential leaders by challenging them to serve for the glory of God put that one somewhere are you tired so I a teach very good. So that lays the foundation for church growth and you know church na, health. And leaders. leaders. Mm. You miss it, you've missed the whole thing. I say, you miss it, you miss the whole I thing. Should, Cassia your